So this Sunday marks the fourth and final Sunday that we are spending looking at our parish rhythm of life. We created this rhythm of life pre-pandemic just in time to actually never really dive into it in any way that was meaningful and impactful, to reflect on the work we had done in describing and defining who we are as a parish family, the things that matter to us most, and the habits that define our community. So over the past three Sundays, and then now today being the fourth, we have spent time looking at this document, and I hope that you have had time to read it at home, to pray and reflect on it. And if you haven't yet had the chance, there are copies in the entranceway on the small round coffee table, and I commend that to your reading. Please take a copy and reflect on it. And we will be coming back to it again, but we just wanted to spend some Sundays looking at it. The artwork for the cover is right here up front, and you may notice that the title, Love Grows, A Rule or Rhythm of Life for the Apprentices of Jesus at St. James Paris. Maybe that sounds like a bit of an odd title. It's a bit of a mouthful. Well, Love Grows is obvious because Love Grows has become our de facto motto as a church. It kind of describes in a very accurate way at least what we aspire to be, a place where the love of God the love of Jesus Christ and the love of neighbor grows in our hearts, in our minds, and in our midst as a community. But you may be wondering about that apprenticeship language. That sounds maybe a bit foreign, or maybe it sounds a bit close to home if you are someone who is working in the trades. The language of apprenticeship appeals to me because I grew up in a trades family. Almost all my family members are in the trades, and so the language of apprenticeship and journeyman and everything that comes in between and unofficial titles like mushroom, any tradespeople know what a mushroom is? If you're on a job site, a mushroom is the one that's always in the dark and always in, well, you know what. <laughs> and you have the gophers. The gophers are you go for this, you go for that. And eventually you try to become an apprentice and after your apprenticeship you become a journeyman and after journeyman you are recognized to be a master of your trade. So why the language of apprenticeship? Well, it's simple because as Christians, our life is an apprenticeship to the master Jesus. Our whole lives are meant to follow him, to imitate him, to learn from him. After all, that's what he did. He founded his church around a group of people that followed him and learned from him and he tasked to continue his ministry. And it seems appropriate, the language of apprenticeship, because Jesus himself was an apprentice. He was an apprentice of his earthly father, Joseph. He learned at the feet of his father. He learned what it meant to be a carpenter, what it, mean, what it meant to work, to fashion tools and equipment, he learned what it meant to bang his thumb and to say those, uh, those, uh, that, that often prayer that gets uttered on a job site, oh, fill in the blank. He learned the discipline of work, the goodness of human work. And then when it came to his earthly ministry, he put into practice the principles of apprenticeship when he called those fishermen to leave their earthly trade and to join him in following the way of the master, the master who would teach them what it means to love God above all, 
to love your neighbor as yourself, to even love and forgive your enemies. And so the way of apprenticeship of the Christian is a lifelong endeavor. If any one of us can stand here and claim that we have perfected the way of love, I'm sorry to say, but you are overestimating your ability to love. Because the fact of the matter is, when it comes to loving God, there is always something better or more exciting that's easy to get our attention because the idea of loving God may strike us as a bit boring or a bit foreign. It's not something we really want to put a lot of time or effort in because that takes time and effort and often the payoff seems a lot less exciting than maybe a round of golf on a Sunday morning or taking in a Blue Jays game. And what a game that was yesterday, right? Oh my goodness. But loving God, we like the idea of it, but when it comes to the actual practice of it, eh, when the mood strikes and when the Sunday is free, maybe. Loving our neighbor. I tolerate my neighbors. I like my neighbors. But do I love my neighbors as much as I love myself? No. Do I love my enemies? The people that have hurt me most? No, I don't. I stand before you as a vindictive SOB. It's true. But I've apprenticed myself to the master of love. The master of love who on the cross was praying a prayer of forgiveness to the very people that put him on that cross to begin with. That is love. That is something to aspire to. It's easy to love the lovable, but when it comes down to it, loving the unlovable is the task of all Christians who claim to be apprentices of Jesus. So the language and light of apprenticeship is a life. It's a life dedicated to learning this way of love. It's a way of forming our whole lives, our habits, our routines, everything. Even our day-to-day -day vocations in the secular world, which are important, and the dignity of work, Jesus recognizes that. But to form all these things around the apprenticeship we have to Jesus Christ. Now, two stories by way of apprenticeship to indicate the importance of apprenticeship. Um, my dad's shop, there's a big sheet metal shear, and a sheet metal shear is a very dangerous tool. As you can imagine, it's for cutting sheets of metal, multiple sheets at once. First day on the job, a new apprentice comes in. He's shown all the things in the shop and all the tools and what to do and what not to do. And he was shown how to operate the sheet metal shear. This is how you do it. You slide the metal here. You know, you see that little metal gate that comes down and there's a big red line. Don't cross the red line or the gate. And you operate it with the foot pedal, shear comes down, slices the metal on, you go. Well, that was his last day at work. He didn't die, he didn't die. He lost a couple fingertips. Because he didn't listen to the journeyman who told him, don't cross the gate. Don't stick your fingers past the line. You will lose your fingers if you don't. What did he do? He did everything he wasn't supposed to and lost a couple fingers. I think they may have been able to reattach them. I don't remember the end of the story, but he learned his lesson. You gotta listen to the people that know better because they actually are trying to help you. He thought he knew better and he could figure it out. A little bit more comical story. Another, journey, another apprentice on his first day goes to the shop foreman. Shop foreman says, okay, I, I'm building. I don't know what he was building. He says, I need you to go out into the yard and go get some two by fours. I need about four two by fours, bring them in and we'll get them all cut up and set up. 
So Prentice goes to go get some two-by-fours. Journeyman goes back to his work, notices, it's been about 15 minutes. Where is this guy? Just sent him to get four two-by-fours and he's not back yet. Well, maybe he went to the washroom or something. I don't know. I've got things to do and went back to his tasks. Another 10 minutes pass. He's thinking, okay, 20 minutes to get four two-by-fours. What has taken this kid so long? So the journeyman goes out to the yard and he sees the apprentice hunched over the wood pile just with concentration and just like almost anger coming out of his face with his tape measure. And the journeyman says, what's going on? I just need four of these things. There's a whole pile of them. There's like a hundred of them right there. He says, no, 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 no. These aren't two by fours. These are one and a half by three and a half. And I've measured every single one. The lesson there, of course, is an apprentice has to be trained. They have to learn from someone who will tell them a two by four is not actually, at least today, is not actually two inches by four inches. It's a little bit under that. But two stories that indicate the importance of what we are doing as a metaphor for understanding the Christian life. We are learning from the master. And if we think we can do it better than the master, we're setting ourselves up for failure, potential injury and harm, not just to ourselves, but to others. And if we don't ask questions, we will find ourselves in a futile task of looking for two by fours where there are only one and a half by three and a half. The first rule of life for an apprentice is to show up. It's to show up. Jesus said, follow me. What did his disciples do? Yeah, hold on, Jesus, I'll be here. No, they dropped their nets, everything, their whole livelihoods, and they followed him. They showed up. And the second thing that's important for apprentices is you're ready to work. You're ready to listen. You're ready to learn everything that the master has to show you. Show up and be ready to work. My dad and my brother will often say that they have a hard time finding apprentices who don't cut off their fingers and look for wood that doesn't exist. But I said, okay, well, what, what do you need of an apprentice? They said, we just need someone to show up on time and be ready to work. So it is with the apprentices of Jesus. Show up and be ready to work. Show up to church, yes. Show up in your lives, ready for him to show you in your day-to-day -day life what it means to follow him. Another thing an apprentice needs is tools. Basic tools at first. The basic tools for doing their job. And the basic tools that we have as Christians are the scriptures, the sacraments, the saints, the songs, the prayers. As Anglicans, we need only two things in our toolbox to start out with. Those two things are the Book of Common Prayer and the Bible. Those are the basic tools of our Anglican way of being Christian. And it's not to say we don't add other tools to that from other traditions and other ways of being Christian. Absolutely, we do. But we have to start with the basics. You have to learn how to work the basic machinery before you get into the complex tools. And we have journeymen along the way. Jesus is the master, we are the apprentices. But the journeymen we have are the saints. The saints who have shown us what it means to be apprentices of Jesus in our entire lives. 
the saints who have gone on before us, we imitate their way of following and being apprentices of Jesus. There are different saints. As you know, there are different saints for every vocation and job and situation in life. I even learned there are patron saints for those who have suffered a stroke. His name is St. Andrew Avellino. And you can imagine that I have a certain affinity for him now. But these journeymen in the faith, this is why we believe and profess, as we did in the Apostles' Creed, we believe in the communion of saints. The communion of saints is that, com is that community of apprentices and journeymen who urge each other on, who teach each other the ways of the Master, who show what it means to follow Him. And so we apprentice ourselves to Jesus by being ready to learn, ready to work. Jesus gives us that ministry that he had to preach the gospel, to heal the, the hurting, to visit and to be with the lonely, to build up those who are broken down, to be with the sick and the dying and to offer them comfort, to feed the hungry, clothe the naked. We have a job. We just have to show up and we have to use those tools that the Master has given us to do the work He has given us to do. So as we close this um, reflection on our rule of life, we are not closing the rule of life itself. We are opening it because in it, it is identified as a parish the tasks and the habits and the values that matter most to us as a parish family. So let us be faithful to this task and urge one another in our apprenticeship to the Master, because He is the one who is not only shows us the love of God, but He is the love of God embodied. And so what better Master to follow in our own way of following in the way of Christ and His church? So may God find us faithful apprentices, and God willing, may we become journeymen who show others what it means to follow in the way of the Master. Thanks be to God.